I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Welcome, welcome, everybody. What were you saying? <laughs> that I got a package in the mail just about an hour ago, and uh, I opened it like a small child on Christmas with just as much glee as you would expect from a small child on Christmas. Okay. Hold on. There you go. So I can lean forward. And we can behold. Hell yeah. So you did wind up getting them? I thought they were gonna, I didn't pay attention to the description. I thought they were gonna be the size of Funko Pops. They are so much bigger. <laughs> like, for scale, here's my Waldo Funko right here. Okay. They're huge! Yeah, those are massive. Um, those are absolutely massive. Aren't they so cool though? And they came with a little stand. I do, I do really love those. Those are a lot of fun. The, the, the just sheer, I don't even know what noise I made when I saw how big they were. Cause I'm like, man, this box is weirdly large, but that's all right. <laughs> Holy crap, look at them. I absolutely I'm so love happy. you. I'm so happy. I um, am weirdly happy over having made a big girl purchase. Um, I bought a file cabinet, and I'm, like, super pumped yeah. about it. Yeah. I'm, it. like, super pumped about it. Like, it's right there. My fan now rests on it, because this Organization. is one of the rooms without air conditioner, an air conditioner in my apartment. And I'm just, like, I'm, the way that I am actually genuinely looking forward to going through all of the papers that I have in random boxes in that closet and like organizing them and getting rid of stuff that like I am so pumped about doing that when we finish recording tonight. So satisfying. So this is apparently the person that I am now. Man, I just got this pretty brand new folder and Nyx was just munching on it. I haven't even used it yet. It's all slobbery and chewed up. But no, yeah, organization is exciting. Oh my god, it's so exciting. Like, I'm so ridiculously excited about this. Did you get, like, file folders that you're gonna put little labels in and stuff? Of course I did. And I have them all, Um, like, like, I have the colors in a pattern. It's gonna be, like, who am I? The day I got this filing cabinet that I have right next to my desk, like, it was just, I put aside an afternoon. Oh, yeah. No, that is going to be, like, tonight. It's fun. It's just very I'm satisfying. So ex- like, I'm, it's so dumb, but I'm so excited. Like, I'm so excited. And I bet when you're finished, you're going to periodically, for at least a few days, walk by the room and just open up the drawers to admire your work. Yep, yep. That is, no, literally, I got, so, I, had, like, have developed such a reputation for being like meticulously organized at work that like um i was working an overtime shift at one of the locks that i'm not usually at which like you know money money but it was fun it was what happened was that my boss like wound up swinging by there because they were doing some like surveying work for like figuring out like where are we gonna put the crane for when we do stuff over the winter blah 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 and i was like locking a boat through at the time but I came back into the lock house and he was standing there and he was like, you know, I thought that was your car. But then when I walked into here and all the bulletin boards had like all the like flyers from 1995 taken off of them and were like in pristine order. Then I was like, yeah, Bridget's here. 
So I have a brand at work these days. Didn't that cause, like, uh, some major discord? Oh, he retired. Oh, that's good. He retired, and the guy who's normally up at lock four called me, like, the next time I was working, and he was like, thank you. So that was a significant improvement from what went down the first time I cleaned up one of the lock- Actually, no, the second time I cleaned up one of the lock houses. The people at lock three appreciated me, and my boss also had me, like, clean, reorganize his entire office and paint it. So... Making myself indispensable, slowly but surely. Maybe I'll get promoted, who knows. <laughs> Maybe she wants. Um, anyway. Zach, your background is different. Wink wong. It is. I'm in Rhode Island. I love that for you. Yeah. Yeah. My, um, my new route in the morning, go running. So I run up by the castle, run a lot around the castle and then run a lap around the river, and then I run into Federal Hill, which is very historic and very pretty. And then I walk out of Federal Hill and back to the car. I love that for you. It is a pleasant four miles. I mean, as far as I'm concerned, that doesn't exist, but good for you. <laughs> no such thing as a... As, like, Brooks, both a fellow runner and Rhode Island enthusiast, I know you get it. <laughs> but you know what's so interesting though? It's hard to find space to run in downtown Rhode Island. Like, or, or, or in, 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 in downtown Providence. It's so pretty, it's not easily runnable. And so you have to like go out of your way to, to carve out space to run. And so it took a few trips here before I was finally like, okay, this is my route. And um, yeah. Nicely done. Um, I kind of want to talk about a Twitter trend that I've been seeing recently. You know how people tweet out that things where it's like, oh, people are allowed to dislike things. Wrong. No one is allowed to dislike. And then it's usually the name of a fictional character. Um, Who's everyone's fictional character that no one is allowed to dislike? Mm -hmm. Are these the characters who are like stereotypically disliked that we have a niche affection for? Or are they, they just, be. like, any fictional character? Any, I mean, I'm going to say any fictional character, but if you have one that you will, like, like, you will happily die defending them, please share. Well, I have mine, but I feel like with a few guesses, at least Brooks could get it. Oh, so that narrows it down to a couple of shows. Yeah. Is it... I'm not saying you should, like, yes, I, I just mean, like, hypothetically, you could probably figure it out within, like, a minute. Oh. Is it Jed Bartlett? No, but in the right ballpark. <laughs> Alright. <laughs> Who would we not be able to not like from... Yeah, from, from the West Wing. Oh, I'm completely, I'm yeah. completely useless here. I'm just gonna sit back and see if you get it. Actually, I don't know. I feel like I could see a lot of people hating a lot of characters from that show. Is it CJ? Oh, sure. No, not CJ. I'm just gonna start naming characters. Go for it. Yeah. <laughs> I've definitely talked about ensemble cast. Wait, I just mentioned this person like today or yesterday. I don't remember. Today or yesterday? Oh, were you talking about Josh? I'm, of course, talking about Josh. Like, See, the only, was, like... It, why was I going to guess that? Because you... Actually, no. I know that you have your weird thing for that guy because you wrote his name on a bottle of wine. <laughs> well, no, it, it was, like, Josh Wine. And so, yeah. like, my yeah, friend over and like, wine men under it. And I, I still have the bottle. My first thought was Josh Lyman, but then I was like, but he's such a controversial figure. He is, but at the end of the day, he's a lovable idiot who low-key runs the country. Yeah. Fair. I mean, I know nothing about West Wing. I'm just going to say fair enough. I'm, I'm trying to think of, like, an analogous character in a show Bridge of Hotel. And, Brooks, this is where you would have to be, like, the intermediary. Like, Yeah, you gotta help me out. You gotta help me like... out here, bud. 
I'm, I'm struggling. I mean, he's, I would say sort of a lovable goofball type. Hmm. He's like really smart and he's very much in charge and confident, but he's also kind of like a man child. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> Which I feel like is part of what makes him lovable. It's like I mean, you all have seen and heard how much time I spend referring to various like male characters that have probably killed people, like as my baby girl. Yeah. So like I'm not against a man child, clearly. Yeah. <laughs> no. Yeah, I don't know. I know that uh, the last uh, press secretary, when she was asked, like, what her big inspiration was, she was like, oh, like Sam Seaborn. And I feel like if I'm ever in a position where I'm asked who my inspiration was, it's going to be Josh Lucas. Noted. I mean, you don't have to find an analogous character. We can just move on to someone else's answer. Yeah. I'm sure I'll wind up watching The West Wing eventually if we continue being friends, which I, I see that happening. I see that as a distinct I possibility. For the foreseeable future, yeah. Yeah. No, it it is genuinely good TV. It oh, I'm sure. Sometimes a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, no, I don't, I don't think either of you have bad taste in shows. I'll get there eventually. Hello, Nyx. Very clingy today. Hmm? I did. She's very clingy today. Oh, I actually went back to my parents' house today because I had a bunch of, like, little things that I realized I had forgotten there. And I saw Piper, and it was absolutely wonderful because she got a haircut recently, and she had a little bandana oh. on. She was so goddamn cute. Oh. And she was, like, so excited because I haven't been there. Mm -hmm. I was just like, oh my god, yes, shower me in your affection. It was wonderful. Uh -huh. My sweet, sweet I got baby. To, I got to pet a seven-month-old... I think it was a golden retriever, but man, it was big. Oh my god. And his name was Finn. Oh, what a wonderful name for a golden retriever. Yes. And he was um, very poorly behaved, and I have scratches on his <laughs> But he was just very excited. That's... that's fine. That's, <laughs> that's simply the price you have to pay, at least as far as I'm yeah. concerned. Yep, it was worth it. Yeah, okay, so Brooks, who is your fictional character that no one's allowed to dislike? See, I've been thinking about this, and I honestly, like, I can't think of a character that no one's allowed to dislike, because I feel like most characters, if someone says, like, oh, I don't like this about them, I'd be like, that's fair. But it's more like specific movies or TV shows. Okay, hit me with it. I mean, I've you definitely know? seen that meme, for like, that meme format used for movies and TV shows, so please. Like, just looking at these guys. Oh, no one's if allowed someone... to dislike Shaun of the Dead. Hot Fuzz. Hot Fuzz. So sorry. Or Shadow the Dead as well, but- Any like, of those movies. Me, yeah, if someone told me they didn't like Hot Fuzz, like, no longer friends. Yeah, no. Or, Who are you? Wait, you can't speak to me ever again. Yeah, I do need Shaun of the Dead ones. I wonder if they make them. Ooh, Zan, and you're shifting that. nervously. Do you not like Hot Fuzz? Oh, I- I don't know who Hot Fuzz is. I just had a thought, but by all- but I don't want to, like, well, that's a movie we all have to watch. That's going on our letterbox list. <laughs> These are from Hot Fuzz. Yeah, no, that's going on the letterbox list. Zach, what was your thought? Can we do the whole trilogy? Are you like a big Marvel person? Me, personally, no. Okay, are you familiar enough with the main characters? Oh, God, yeah. Okay, Josh Lyman is Tony Stark. Okay. Hmm. hmm. I, I feel like they they match up on paper in like more ways than that. I'll believe it. And also, Tony Stark goes on, on that list while we're talking about it. <laughs> Fair enough. Um. Yeah, no one remember is just like Hot Fuzz. Remember when we uh, watched Hot Fuzz while you dyed my hair? Oh my god! Yeah. <laughs> I love Papa so much. The whole Cornetto trilogy. And you see he's he's holding a little Cornetto. Oh fantastic. I absolutely And you still haven't seen World's End, so No, I still haven't. We we have yeah. to do the entire trilogy sometime. That would be delightful. Yeah. Um 
No one is allowed to dislike Dale Cooper. Absolutely no one. Yeah. Ride or die. He's as he looks over you from behind. Yeah, as he stares down at me. Um, no one is allowed to dislike Dale Cooper. He is perfect in every single way. Anyone who disagrees is simply incorrect. And also, specific one, uh, one weirdly specific to me. Other, I mean, not the Twin Peaks isn't weirdly specific to me, but this is one you haven't seen yet. Nobody is allowed to dislike Sophie from Stathlet's Flats. If anybody doesn't like her, I personally will murder you. I don't care that she is dumb as rocks. It is part of her charm. I hate, actually, that's just a thing in general. I hate when people don't like stupid characters. Mm-hmm. Like, when people are annoyed by, like, the, like, naivete of characters. Like, just on principle. I'm like, no. The part, part of the fun is that they're stupid. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe, and maybe that's just a thing about my sense of humor, is that I can, like, find it, I find it so endearing in so many characters that they're just dumb as shit. But yeah, no one's allowed to dislike Dale Cooper. No one is allowed to dislike Sophie. They're my little Dale Coopers in my campus office. Just gonna do a fine cup of coffee. I have a Dale Cooper Funko Pop, but it's still in one of my boxes because I haven't unpacked all my DVDs yet because I don't have a shelf. Mm. And the Funko Pops go on the DVD shelf. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. We'll get there. (laughs) We will get there. Most of my good toys are in my campus office, and I don't see them for three months in the summer. Doesn't seem like a solid decision on your part, honestly. Well, I I figured, like, more people get to enjoy them there. Yeah. People come in my office for the first time, and they just... (laughs) There's a lot happening in your office. Again, yeah. Versus if it was all in here, no one would see it, really. This is true. I... I love your little fire demon guy from yeah. from Labyrinth where you can detach all of his limbs. His head. Hey, that's my head. That's not, no, um, that's another thing that needs to be on the Zach, you've seen have you seen Labyrinth? Nope. <gasps> yes. Wait, is that is that the one not with CGI effects but with the real life things you're talking about? Yeah, it's all puppets. Yeah. Jim Henson, it's all puppets. puppets. David Bowie's on okay. it. Yeah, David I think we Bowie. watched it a clip. Oh my god, yeah, you fell asleep. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I know. That's a federal offense. That is a federal offense. There's a character named Ludo. Oh my god, you're so right. No one is allowed to dislike Ludo. Yeah, my fiery is sitting on top of my phone in my campus office. I love it. He goes well with my giant worm. Oh my god, no one's allowed to dislike the worm! Although he's only in there for a second, I can't imagine people disliking him. I don't care how briefly he's in the movie, he's my favorite. As as is his right. Now I'm trying to think about, like, older movies. Well, hmm. Hmm. See, I'm trying to think of characters that I really love, but so many of them are very much not unimpeachable. Yeah. It's like that audio, it's like, you'll watch it, young lady, and you'll be like, I like this guy. Why do I like this guy? And he's killed three people. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what it is about me. Um, but would we like to move on? Because frankly, I could talk about fictional characters for hours. Yeah, I just have trouble thinking of them offhand. I don't know. I would say Fraser Crane. And Sam Malone. No one is allowed to dislike Dana Scully. Mm -hmm. Or Fox, for that matter. Correct. Honestly, most of Twin Peaks, no one is allowed to dislike. No one is allowed to dislike Audrey. No one is allowed to dislike Laura. People Mm -hmm. can dislike James. I don't give a fuck. She's like, I thought you were going to go towards Psych with Sean and Gus, because I can't imagine anyone disliking them. I can't imagine anyone disliking them. 
I can imagine people disliking Lassie, but they're wrong. Pretending I know. It's so funny how people do not know that Psych is a parody of Sherlock. But, like, literally character for character. <laughs> to the point that, like, the doctor's sidekick is a pharmaceutical salesman. <laughs> I can't believe I didn't think about my favorite character of all time. Shit. Why am I not thinking of your favorite character of all time? We have to have had this conversation. No, I don't think you've seen. Oh. Is this someone... Hmm? Is this somebody I would know? You might? Is it that... The thing with... The oh god, it's Canadian. <laughs> no, <but laughs> it's great that you remember that. Do south. Yeah, there it is. I remember like weird details about like people and things, and I like have to keep them to myself a lot because I think it'll come off as creepy otherwise. We gotta watch at least one episode of that. Oh, Oh, one hundred percent. I'm totally down. It's so oh, beautifully mid nineties. It's just God. You have to have mentioned this before at some point, right? I don't know. I might have. I don't bring it up often. All right, fine. What show is it? From? Brooklyn Nine Nine. Oh, I am. A, is it Holt? Yeah, it is. Holt. There we go. It is the best character ever no. written. My mind immediately went to Amy Santiago because of how much you guys were geeking out over filing cabinets. I do respect oh, oh, your organization oh. game. Yeah. You would, get, you yeah. two would get, yeah. I haven't even watched a lot of Brooklyn Nine-Nine. I like watched episodes when my friends were watching, but like you two would get along. Mm-hmm. You would get along very well. Yeah. Holt just, he makes me so happy. He in is so many really ways. funny of the episodes yeah. that I have, like the bits that I have seen, like the you're not cheddar, you're just some common <laughs> bitch. <laughs> it's like another corgi. <laughs> And the, the fact that he's such a serious I've... man and he has a corgi named Cheddar. The number of times I've had to pause that show because I was laughing too hard at something he said. You're so just... right. Actually, um, no one is allowed to dislike Laszlo Craven's work. No one is allowed to dislike <laughs> any of the characters on what we do in the shadows, but like Laszlo in particular. If I was you thinking about him, what is wrong with you? What? It's simply not Brooke, allowed. Do you know breakfast? Hmm. Do you know what up. his favorite? Do you know what Holt's favorite breakfast is? Because that's one of my favorite things about him. Oh, I forget. I know what it is. I forget. One plain hard-boiled egg and a glass of room temperature water. <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> I definitely had something egg-related in my head. For some reason, I was thinking more along yeah. the point or something, but yeah. <laughs> From the little I know about the character, like, that tracks. The, that tracks. Like all of my for the day, or something like that. Okay. I love him so much. Okay. Oh, actually, um, completely unrelated to anything we've been talking about, but I, uh, I went to go see Jordan Peele's new movie last night. I went to go see Nope, and it was fucking awesome. <laughs> Go see it. That is my blanket statement to any and everybody. Go see it. It was so goddamn good. Alright. Also, just generally, Daniel Kaluuya, keep it up, my dude. Just with everything you're doing, you're doing a great job. I'm loving it. I'm a big fan. But yeah, go see Nope. It was excellent. I still haven't seen Marcel. Girl, get on that. You know, I'm back now. I'm gonna be gone again tomorrow, but eventually I'll have to time. See your little boy. That's a character no one's allowed to hate. Oh my god, no one is allowed to dislike Marcel the Shell, and um, my sister doesn't watch this podcast, so I, frankly, I am making this statement directly about her. <laughs> She's the only person I've ever heard of who did not enjoy Marcel. The there Shell. are so many things that I have shown to my sister specifically, and she has had the audacity not to like them. Like Marcel the Shell, the What We Do in the Shadows movie. No one is allowed to like movie Viago. Mm-hmm. Absolutely no one. But also, like, movie Viago and show Viago are two different people. 
Yeah. Like, Shoviago yeah. is so checked out. And I'm like, that is not the, like, high-strung man I was introduced to. Yeah. Works yeah. for the show, though. It does work for the show. But absolutely nobody is allowed to just, like, movie Viago. I love him so much. Mm-hmm. My sweet, my sweet. Again, what is it with me constantly referring to, like, characters that have killed people violently as, like, my sweet baby boy? Well, I mean, he has to kill people. It's not really a choice, per se. This is very true. And at least he's nice to them before he kills them. Mm-hmm. Considerate <laughs> victims. I love him so much. Um, I need to stop talking about him. Anyway... How do we think a tortoise or a turtle would wear clothes? Would it put them under its shell or over its shell? I've actually thought about this a lot. Because I, I put the question in there. Hit me with it. <laughs> I love things like, that people have lots of thoughts on. So, like, my first instinct is it's got to be under the shell, right? Because the point of clothes is partially to keep you warm. And so you want it against your skin to trap it in your body. Heat. Well... It's cold-blooded, though. Like, reptiles are cold-blooded, though. But, still, but like, having it against your skin, you know, I feel like it's just more of a thing. I'm trying I... to think of a cartoon where I have seen a turtle wear clothes, and the thing is, nothing's coming to mind. But the other bonus of under the shell is, like, it protects your clothing, which is pretty cool. But the problem is, they can't really just, like, take off their shells, right? To get yeah, dressed. Like, how... no, that's the thing. It has to be a cartoon where, like, the turtles can just, like, you know, where it's funny and they take off their shell to, like, take a bath or whatever. But even in that sort of situation where it's, like, yeah, it's, like, an anthropomorphized turtle that can take off its shell. I d- what would be the point of wearing them under the shell is my thing. Because what if you had a shirt with a cool design on it? Nobody would see it. I mean, I suppose, but how ridiculous would that look? You'd have to get it, like, really huge, you know, relatively speaking, for a turtle. And that's as the opposed thing, to the size of- is that over-the-shell, again, cartoon, over-the-shell would look dumb as fuck. Yeah. So I guess it would have to be under, which is why I feel like there's no cartoon I can think of where I've seen a turtle wearing clothes, because it just, like, yeah. it's not gonna look right either way. Yeah, I think at most maybe, like, shoes- yeah, or like, like or like a tie if it's a business turtle. That's a good name for a band. Business, business turtle. turtle. Oh my god! If I ever develop musical talent, that's gonna be our band name. Turtle. You and I are gonna be the American Flight of the Concords, and we're gonna be called can, Business Turtle. I can see the logos now. Hell yes! It's just a little turtle with a tie. Well, we could. We can make two versions of the same shirt. One where the turtle's wearing a dress shirt under the shell, and one where it's wearing it over the shell and oh, see which oh sells God. more. See which sells more. Or you could have that design on the front and that design on the back with, like, the tour dates. Oh. Yeah. Oh my God, yes. That's our band name. Yep. I'm making this thing now. I'm just gonna keep, like, bringing it up. Good. Please do. What? We tweaked a little bit, and it was business casual turtle. If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural-looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural-looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth, sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. 
And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Well, we're better than that. We are better than that, actually. Now that you now that you, now that I hear you say that out loud, you're so right. What's business casual turtle? Does he wear a polo shirt with a pop collar? It's that beauty of it. It adds an air of mystery and intrigue to your band because nobody knows what business casual means. That could be our first album. No, our first album should just be called Business Casual. Yeah, because if it were a business casual turtle, he wouldn't be able to wear a tie. Yeah, because that wouldn't. Be- that's business. That's not business casual. That's one thing that I think everybody would agree on business casual was. I actually straight up have no idea what that is. I feel like this could start a whole new thing. Like, what counts as business casual? Would we like to start a whole new thing? We've only been going for, like, 25 minutes. I, would um, I know that thing. Anna... I know that Anna wanted to weigh in on this because I was reading the schedule aloud and Anna had thoughts and I'm getting the text live um so i would like to submit written testimony for the record hit me with it okay it it, it is still incoming um noted please, please. But, but okay she says it depends on what the shell is if the shell is exoskeleton then yes over a shell but if the shell is just covering, then it's, an, then it's an irrelevant question because the shell is covering the body, which makes it close, which is a functioning, which is a function of clothes. Right? Valid points have been made. It doesn't fully serve the function of clothing because, I mean, clothing is both functional and it's also like, you know, a statement of personality and a turtle can't change their shell like that. I mean, every time I have so seen you paint- people jokingly make clothing for their pet turtles in real life like somebody has like knitted a little sweater for their like pet tortoise it obviously goes over the shell yeah because like it's real life and the shell is an exoskeleton so like i have seen the notion put into practice yeah wait somebody knits their tortoise about their shell or here for it (gasps) yes i have seen that it's absolutely precious tortoises again i would love to have a tortoise and just have that for my entire life that'd be great legacy tortoise we talked about this we did talk about the legacy tortoise and that would be really fun bequeath the tortoise that would be again that would be super fun it would be fun to receive the tortoise too to receive a tortoise as a bequest yeah it's just so really get to use those words very often, so it's fun. I love that. I remember, I don't even, I don't, I think this was media ethics, but you were super excited about getting to use the the word prurient. Oh no, that's mass media society. There we go. We talk about the Miller test. Yep. And it involves the word prurient. Yeah, you get really excited about that's that. One and only context in life where I get to use that word. And I'm glad you enjoy it as much as you do. Honestly, I am. Um, yeah, I know. No, I actually genuinely want to circle back to this business casual thing. Because I straight up have no idea what it is. Every time anywhere has told me that the dress code has been business casual, it has been a shot in the dark. And thus far, nothing bad has happened. 
basically, I would say it's the same as just business, except you get rid of ties and blazers. Yeah, I agree with that. Interesting. So, so like a dude can wear a button down with no tie with just the slacks or like a polo with some slacks. Yeah, it, I feel like it's much more straightforward for men because men have a very set business outfit and then you just take away parts of that and now it's casual. It's, okay. But for women where it's like, hey, there's like room to be creative, which is both a good and bad thing, depending on like how you look at it, it's much harder to define what it is because it's not like this is your default setting. Take it away like from some it. people like, seem to think that like a particular pattern like some people say like oh like polka dots are like too like whimsical or whatever for like oh like strict not that i agree but i feel like people like have opinions about patterns and whether or not they're like serious enough for like you know big time boardroom meeting type deal well I, I feel like even for for women like business like really dressing business and does involve a blazer like if you go yeah. to yeah yeah you know if you're like in like a fortune 500 company office, yeah. jesus christ sorry if you're in like the office of a fortune 500 company like yeah you're probably wearing a blazer no matter what well even like the higher ups in the administration at Geneseo wear blazers every day okay, you know yeah. i wear farm to job interviews so, like, when you need to be, like, dressed up, dressed up, you wear a blazer. But business casual, you can get rid of the blazer. Yeah, okay. Yeah. That makes sense. But, I mean, I feel like when people are trying to be super businessy and serious, they are probably going to go more for neutrals and kind of, yeah. like, um, solids rather than prints and stuff like that. I would agree. I think there is that element. which And you, you kind of notice it because then sometimes people will be in, like, business settings and a woman will wear, like, you know, a pink suit. And they're like, what are you doing? Elwood, baby. Right. Yeah. And it's like, well, it's a suit. I got a blazer. I got my, like, you know, pencil skirt, my heels. What do you... It does count. Yeah. Yeah. So I think yeah. that isn't necessarily part of the definition of business or business casual, but I think it's something that people would kind of judge on a per case basis, maybe. Yeah. Yeah, no, I can definitely see that. feels appropriate, you know? Yeah. Like, I would categorize how I dress for work more business casual, because I wear dress pants and a nice top, maybe a cardigan. I would agree. Only flats these days, though. I gave up on heels a few years ago because I every day I would come home from work and and just look forward to that moment where I would take off my heels and step flat again and just oh my god, that is such a good feeling. That is such but a good I was feeling. doing it very often. Yeah, I can see how that would lose its charm quickly. But um, when mm -hmm. I was in high school, it was very in vogue to wear like fucking stilettos to the school dance like platforms almost it, it was very excessive but you know whatever and oh my god when you finally took those off at the end of the night mm -hmm. been there beautiful peak of existence in my humble opinion or one of the many peaks of existence in my humble opinion it's one of those little things that's just so goddamn good for years i was wearing like pumps to work the kind that had skinny enough heel that they had to have a metal spike in them why were you doing look, that to yourself? I look real fancy. Yeah. And I made the clicky clackies on the floor. Like, that's literally all you needed to say. The clicky clackies? Yeah. Yeah. It's nice. As much as heels them. are kind of uncomfortable most of the time, it's nice. I do. Every once in a while, I'm like, oh, I get to go to a wedding. I'm going to clicky clack, you know? Yes. Actually, that's, like, a thing I love about wearing, like, really heavy, like, boots, like my Doc Martens and stuff. I'm like, oh, yes, I get to wear my big stomp stomp shoes. Which is why I'm so excited about finally buying a pair, uh, like, a pair of, like, platform demonia boots. Just looking at those, my ankles hurt. I can just imagine rolling. That's fine. It's whatever. I'll figure I'm it out. not coordinated. I think it's so funny when people say that, like, when you buy, like, a particularly flashy item of clothing, and people are like, oh, but where are you going to wear it? As if I won't wear it to the DMV. Oh, yeah, that wasn't a question in my mind. <laughs> <laughs> like, I... 
wear things where you want to wear them. I don't no, that's my thing. I hate when people are like, oh, but I have to have somewhere to wear this. No, you don't. Wear it to the grocery store. Who cares? Yeah. Every rule that we have made, every rule that we have okay. is made up. Yep. Nope. All just social constructions. All social construct. You think I won't wear the demonius to, like, go to Target? Incorrect. Because you know we what? Made we can change them. Sometimes you just need to be the hottest person in a Walmart. I mean, is it really that hard to do? <laughs> but, like, by a sizable margin. Sometimes you have yeah, to be because the hottest you can't be the, the hottest shopper. Huh? Sorry, you broke up there. You, you can't be the hottest person in a Walmart within the margin of error. Yeah, no. You have to be a significant outlier. And, like, sometimes you just gotta be the hottest person, like, in the price chopper. That's a little harder. It is a little hard. It's hard to be the hottest person in a Target. That's what I was about to say. It is difficult to be the hottest no, person in a Target. Damn near impossible in, like, Whole Foods. Oh my god, no. That That is, like, I wouldn't even try. I would not even That's try. That's, like, like, elite, elite grocery shopping. No, actually, that's, like, a separate, that's a whole separate tier list that I think we should make in a, in a different episode. Like, how difficult is it to be the what hottest person in this, like, chain business? Like, Walmart to Target or Whole Foods is the equivalent, and, like, I, I hate using this, but it's the equivalent of, like, like a, a New York ten or like a New York four or however it goes. Oh like yeah, a, it's like a, a New like York a five is like an Idaho eight. Four. Right, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know what I am. Like I'm what would like... be amazing in a Walmart is gonna. No, I know what you mean. And now I don't know why I'm trying to figure out what my number is in this state and other states now, but here I am. Mm. And frankly, I don't think we have enough people here to collect data to give ourselves accurate numbers. You know what? I don't think I'd want to know the numbers. That's fair. Yeah, me neither. That's entirely fair. No, actually, I'm like genuinely like I that kind of t like if there isn't already some existing tier list of various chain businesses that we can build from, I will make it myself. Are we thinking more like retail? Are we putting like restaurants or fast food in there? I'm gonna say more retail. I don't know why it just feels right. Because that was like like you can absolutely. Well, okay, I think we know where, like, Waffle House. You're right. Like, here's the thing. Like, we could include them. Although, I am going to say, it is hard like, to be the hottest person in a Starbucks. Waffle House. It is hard to be the hottest person in a oh, Starbucks. Oh, that's, that's, like, like, don't, like, you're setting yourself up for failure. That's an, that's extremely like, difficult. Yeah, yeah. And it's even more difficult depending on location. Like, you are an actual supermodel if oh you're my, the hottest no. person in a Starbucks in New York City. Or, like, in a Starbucks in L.A. Like, X Games mode. Yeah, no, absolutely. Like, you are legitimately a supermodel. Like, that is your that is your profession if you are the hottest person in a Starbucks in L.A. I don't know why, but I just feel like people at McDonald's are more attractive than people at Burger King. Just a gut feeling I have. Interesting. Okay, you know no, what? Since we're talking about this, <laughs> I'm actually gonna think. I'm really genuinely thinking about this. I disagree only because Burger King has real vegan options and McDonald's does not. Do we think the it's food? Ergo. Ergo. The... 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 the clientele base that Burger King can attract has the potential to be slightly more conscious about what they put into their bodies. Which I know is a low bar, because you're at Burger King. But still. Would we say it's more or less difficult than a Burger King or a McDonald's to be the hottest person in a Wendy's? That's I was trying to figure out where I would put that in the ranking. I'm also trying to figure out, like... Wendy's, I feel like 
I do feel like these are all still low tier. Like, these are, like, the first level of, like, is it hard? Like, this is, like, like, we can rank those within a subset, but I feel as though, like, Wendy's, Burger King, McDonald's, that's its own category. A step above that would be, like, a Chipotle. Or a Panera. I was thinking, like, Taco Bell. Taco Bell's down with, I like, feel like Panera over into Starbucks territory. Interesting. I think we anything like Dunkin' is a step grade. above the, like, McDonald's tier, but below the Starbucks tier. Yeah, I think anything with yeah. a drive-thru, yeah. like, food-wise, fits into that category, like your Taco Bells and whatnot, but, like, Panera and Chipotle, they don't have drive-thrus. Starbucks doesn't have a drive-thru, though. Yeah, but that's like a different. That's why I said food wise, because that's more of a beverage place. This is true. That's fair. Food places that have a drive-through versus those you have to walk in to get your food. You have to like really want it. Yeah. And sometimes I just don't want it enough. <laughs> Where actually, this one is interesting. Where would we put Five Guys? No drive-through, right? Oh. I think it depends what? on location. Yeah, that's what I was trying to remember. I've definitely seen yeah. Five Guys drive through oh, before, I five think. Guys five Guys does not fall in the same category as, like, Burger King. No, it definitely Five is. Guys is, like, at least TGI Friday's adjacent. My thing is yeah, the vibes of the Five Guys are, like, very, very peak, in my personal opinion, even though some of them might have drive throughs Yeah. I didn't know that they had drive-thrus. I've never seen a five-guys with a drive-thru. But I can just be hallucinating. Hold on. All I know about five guys is that by the time the food is ready, I cannot taste it because my tongue is dried out from the peanut. (laughs) No, literally. And like... (laughs) Oh, they do curbside. Like the salt. I guess that doesn't quite count. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so then I kind of lied. But still, the vibes of a Five Guys are, like, elite, in my personal opinion. They can vary depending on location, but they are generally high- Like, the vibes are across the board higher than the vibes in, like, Taco Bell. But they're also a non-drive-thru establishment. This is true. To- to- to make this even more niche, the- the- the unionized Starbucks? rank higher. Oh, 100%. And, then, yeah. and again, they also they're vary like, based on location. They're like, really trying to split the atom? Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> I'm, like, actually, like, yeah. we are going to split this into a second episode. I am going to, like, bring, like, a whiteboard or something. I don't care how insane this is. I'm having makes, so okay, much Katie fun. What makes it harder to be hot, the hottest than a unionized artist, which is a non-unionized one? It's just the vibes. The vibes are simply yeah. elevated in a unionized Starbucks versus a non-unionized Starbucks. Yeah. But wouldn't it just make everybody equally hotter? And yeah. so it would be pretty much the same difficulty? I mean, does being in a union you- automatically make you hot? Yes. Yeah. But we're talking the people that go there, not the people that work there. Yes, but patronizing a unionized business versus a non-unionized business is definitely giving you points. Mm. But but everybody who goes there is patron is patronizing the unionized establishment. Yeah, you're choosing to. Yeah, so right. everybody there is choosing the same thing. Exactly, but like that automatically makes you hotter than someone who is going to a non-unionized Starbucks, which is right, why because it you're, is more you're difficult. Now of a higher quality. Yeah, you're in a higher class, but it can still be more difficult. It it can't be more difficult. <laughs> I feel like I'm trying to explain how broken clock works to Ben on last. No, I know, and I feel like I'm being stupid right now. But my thing is that like. It's more difficult to stand out in an elite class. Does that make sense? 
yeah. but everybody at that Starbucks is getting the exact same boost. So if you walk into this establishment and say you're um, a five, but then there's somebody else there who's a seven, but by going into the unionized place, you both get a two point bump, that person's still two points ahead of you. Yes. Right, but you are comparing that body compared to the to the not unionized Starbucks. Well, no, because then Which that would be a completely happen. different place. That wouldn't affect whether you were the hottest person in this place I because you're comparing to a different like place. This. <laughs> this is what you're I'm saying it's harder because you're comparing it to a completely different location. We're talking about just in that place. Is it more difficult to be hotter? But it's not because the boost you get from the union, everyone gets the same one, so the hierarchy is maintained within that establishment. Right, but I'm comparing it to a not unionized Starbucks. If, if you're collecting the same sample size, if you're comparing the same sample different size, place. Itself, but if you compare it to a right. different place, it's no longer the question of is it more difficult to be hot in that place. You're asking the question, would a person in that place be hotter than somebody in a different place? That's a completely different question. See, I don't think it is because it's like which species of big cat can run faster they're both starbucks they're both big cats but they're different like that's subsets. still a different question than the one we're talking about <laughs> that's a different question does it make sense just in general when i say that it is more difficult for you individually to stand out amongst a group of elites if everyone's at the top of their game already no I get what Brooks's point is. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like we're gonna have to make this into like a formal debate with like opening. Debate. No, this is like I'm like, yeah, and it's also has been almost fifty minutes. So like, this is going to pick up next episode. Like that is a given at this point. We, I, like, I am going to come in with, like, a whiteboard and, like, some, like, visual aids. Because we have to further this discussion. No, I feel like I maybe thought we were talking about a different question. That's I don't know. Fair. But, yeah. That would explain things. <laughs> yeah. Fair. Because I feel like, I also feel like Brooks was literally trying to hold her brain inside of her head. <laughs> like... <laughs> it feels just like on last podcast and left where there's a guy who's like insistent that a broken clock is right more than two times a day yes, and they're I trying am. to explain to him no it's only correct twice a day and he's like well no but if you're looking at the hour hand and the minute hand and the second hand really it can be right like six times a day yes, and then Rick and Mary shit <laughs> And then trying to explain to him, no, that's that's not right. <laughs> it kills me every time because he brings it up all the time. Anything, whatever, it always kills me on Laugh Podcast, like, across the board whenever this happens. Whatever something really manages to really catch Henry off guard and, like, get him laughing, those are always the things that take me out. Like, a cr like I can't even think of a particular example right now. Well, like, whenever something is, like, good enough to, like, really take him out, I am on the mm -hmm. floor. Yep. It's hard to get to him. Yeah, no. He, like... If you, if you get him to break, that's some good material. Actually, I... I'm on the... the um, I've gotten to the point where they're redoing Heaven's Gate, which is fun. But I am listening to the Salem ones as they air, because I was like, there's no way I am, like, waiting to get to this. I want to wait till all parts of it are out so I can, so I don't have to wait between parts. Oh, no. Too excited. I need it. I need it now. And also, Zach, thank you for already starting to send me memes about how, how Halloween draws near. Oh, yeah. <laughs> huh? I was at the store and they had Halloween candy. It's beginning. <laughs> I walked past it and I did the slow walk backwards, you know? The... Yep, that's a Halloween bag of candy. They got pumpkins and whatnot on it. And then I did the math. That's still almost three months away. Okay. Um, 
It's gonna be good. It's gonna be so great. It's gonna be amazing. I love Halloween so much. <laughs> it's creeping earlier, just like Christmas does. Yes, as it should, finally. That is one thing I don't like. And, like, I love being way too excited for Christmas. Give Halloween its time, goddammit. This whole thing where we're, like, as soon as the clock ticks over to November 1st, where it's like, alright, it's Christmas. No. Let me have my time. October is for Halloween. November is Thanksgiving, but, you know, most of the month you don't really do anything. And then December is Christmas. I don't think December Christmas should start until December 1st. I will start getting hype as soon as Thanksgiving is over. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. But, like, okay, it, it should just be, to be I just like a thing to be excited about, frankly, which should come as a shock to absolutely no one. But let Halloween have its time. October. It gets the whole month of October. It gets September as well, as far as I'm concerned. We do, um, our spirit Halloween is opening up soon. I looked in there the other day, it's like full of stuff already. Yes, 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 yes. Yes! Oh my god, okay. Um. <laughs> I'm gonna be so insufferable this year, and I don't know why I feel like it's gonna be worse than in previous years. I just have a feeling. Because now you have your own place and you can make it spooky? Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Ooh. Oh, my God, that's going to be fun. You really go crazy watching spooky movies by yourself and getting real freaked out. Yes. Yes, 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 yes. Actually, no, Kyle and I already did make a list, like a letterbox list of like 31 days of Halloween and found like really obscure horror movies that neither of us have ever seen. Cannibal Holocaust? Actually, no, he has seen Cannibal Holocaust. Sure. That's the problem of of spending a lot of time around another cinephile. It's very difficult to find something that you both haven't seen. Yeah. A lot of foreign horror movies on this list. Lots of subtitled ones, but I think that'll be exciting. So yeah, fun times all around, but... I think we did good today. Does anyone have any concluding thoughts that they'd like to share? Because we're definitely coming back to this what it takes to be the hottest person in X location. And we're coming back prepared. But other than mm. that... Yeah, now my mind is like stuck on that. That's fair. Keep it there. Think about it. For how long? Prepare. Till next week but next week is a special edition it is a very oh, son of a bitch you're right <laughs> i wasn't expecting this okay so keep it on the back burner until the week after okay are th those are numbers we can live with yeah all right cool <laughs> So we will come back to this, and we will have actually a lot more time prepared than I initially thought, because I forgot that next week we're recording our fun little uh, podca um, podcast PowerPoint night episode, where we're all going to make PowerPoints and share them, and it's going to be very exciting. And I'm... Oh, I think it's going to be a really fun time. I'm very excited for mine, and I have to start working on it. <laughs> yeah, I gotta pick a topic. Yeah, no. Also, Kyle will be making a PowerPoint as well. I know I asked this before. Do we have a length we're shooting for? It's probably on the podcast that we recorded. I can just look at that. <laughs> I know it's I asked. It's possible. Before. I don't remember the answer. Mm, I'll go back. It was definitely, I definitely asked you at the end of another <laughs> recording. I mean, maybe like, I mean, you can have as many slides as you want, I guess, but aim to talk for like 15, 20 minutes. Okay. Those are numbers we can live with? Cool. I remember, I swear. I'll put it, I'll, like, put it in one of our group chats or something. I will make it visible. Okay. All right. Well, as always, uh, thank you for fighting with us, friends. We appreciate each and every single one of you. And we'll be back again next week for our extra fun uh, PowerPoint night episode. Adios. This week's episode of the Fighting with Friends podcast was hosted by Bridget Kelly, Zach Calderon, and Dr. Sarah Brooks. 
You can find other episodes of the podcast on YouTube, iTunes, Spotify, or your other favorite listening platform. Follow us on Twitter at BridgetKelly98, at Zach Calderon, and at Anne Sarah Said. Rate and review us on your podcatcher of choice. Like, comment, and subscribe to us on YouTube. Follow us on Twitch, and join our Discord community using the links in the description. You can also help support us via the Acast supporter feature or consider donating to our Patreon. Thanks for listening. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.